Wow. <laughs> well, we just did a little sharing socks, seems like moments ago, speculating in there about the possible managerial choices. And it seems like as soon as we wrapped it up for the day, the real managerial choice came out. And we have, yes, unbelievable though it may be, Tony LaRusso. I have to say, uh, for one thing, I should point out, since most people are just listening, not watching, neither one of us is wearing a White Sox hat or shirt today. I've got an old Greek fisherman's hat. Uh, Will's got on an angry baseball. Um, You know, I'm 74, uh, and it's not that much opportunity I have to call a major league manager pops. So I guess on that side of it, it's okay, uh, sort of, maybe. Uh, I would call him. I would call him pops if you had done everything wrong in the path of raising me. I uh, <laughs> I refuse to to give him the luxury of of, of pops. Um, oh my gosh! Well, first off, I just have to say that I did indeed really miss the mark yesterday (laughs) when I said that this definitely wasn't going to happen. Uh, Maybe a lot of people, a lot of people said that to be fair. I said it over and over and over just hours (laughs) ago. Uh, I honestly, I can't believe this. I mean, I, I, check baseball Twitter every day, and I had a a missed phone call from a guy named Rob Coletti. You know him. He's an actor. Yeah. And I haven't gotten a phone call from Rob Coletti in probably three years. And that's when I knew. (laughs) (laughs) I knew two things. I knew somehow we landed someone just incredible, or uh, we got La Russa. And that, that... voicemail was pretty devastating i was in line to vote so you know that's good at least go vote i voted but oh boy what a what a oh my gosh (laughs) you know it's it's not the age unto itself you know it's not at my age you don't make fun of that age uh but it's age and who he is and what he is and the baggage he brings in 2020. Yes, he is the third most third winning as did I do two doubles? <laughs> I don't think that was good grammar. Third most winning uh, manager in Major League. He's also the second most losing manager uh, in Major League history. But yeah, he was a fine manager in his day. The problem is that not only as the game evolved, society's evolved. In 2010, you could be Tony Russa. You cannot now be a guy who blasts Colin Kaepernick, who says none of my players are going to behave like that, who speaks outspokenly opposes immigration in a business where most of your labor, if you include the minors leagues, is immigrants. Yeah. Who, you know, uh, yeah, you know, most coaches, managers, I'm sure they're of a conservative political nature, but not like that. You know, oh, hanging with Glenn Beck. How cool. Oh, he is, he is a piece of work. And I mean, it's it's not even political. It's it's just like raw human essence in a lot of ways. Like, 
it, it's absolutely ridiculous. I saw a couple tweets today that particularly I liked. One was uh, in response to, I don't know if you remember, but the Padres were up by a million runs and Fernando Tatis hit a grand slam. And LaRusso's response was, if you don't believe in sportsmanship, this game is trash. That guy messed up. This was garbage. What Tim was Anderson, he supposed to do? <laughs> Tim Anderson's response was, the only thing Tatis did wrong was apologize. So those are as opposing of ideologies as you can get between kind of the face of your franchise and your new manager. And that right there is, is a huge problem. That is a collision. And then the other one I saw was, because uh, Larusa is bilingual, I guess. And um, the other one I saw was, oh, it's great that Larusa is bilingual because now he's going to know when all these 22-year-olds are trashing him in the dugout. <laughs> um, what I, I just... I'm at a loss. I'm as angry as the Winston-Salem Dash baseball on my hat. Uh, I'm, laugh- I'm laughing at us just like this lady in my background was laughing at the streaker at U.S. Cellular Field a few years ago, or just laughing at Shuck being in the majors. I can't tell quite who she's laughing at, but that was a, a – I feel like she's laughing at us today, White Sox fans. Now, I've seen one pro statement, and – that one is a trash statement. It was Mark Gonzalez in the Trib sucking up because Mark Gonzalez knows he has to suck up because it's totally ruse. And if he doesn't suck up, he gets nothing for the next year. So and I can't believe for an instant that Gonzalez believes that this is actually a good hire. All the, I mean, the other writers who are not dependent on getting dribs and drabs from Larusa for the next year, uh, the national typewriters are going, this is Jerry Reinsdorf. It's a horrible error. Throughout the system, people opposed it. In the front office, people opposed it. I'm going uh, to write a piece, not long after you're done with this, in the next day or so, Rick Hahn's resignation letter to Jerry Reinsdorf saying that he just can't look himself in the mirror anymore. Uh, if Hahn doesn't resign, he has no self-respect. Well, uh, uh, you know, Southside Sox's own... Uh, Janice Scurio, she said that uh, she had a great tweet today um, that said Rick, Rick Hahn is about to do, uh, wow, I forget exactly how she phrased it, but we're about to see some uh, compartmentalizing um, from Rick Hahn that is of a, an expert level. And I, she's probably right. He's probably going to have to come up with some way to make this okay for himself (laughs) yeah uh otherwise you're right he's gonna have to go this was oh this was such a nasty (laughs) i mean and and going back you know even forgetting all the the aspects of modern players versus a guy who it's old school beyond belief in 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 all attitudes and baseball and and otherwise the man is known as a serial whiner he's a serial jerk and as an old person, I, a lot of people say, well, people get old, they get grumpy. What really happens is when people get old, they get what they were before, but more so. So if they were a nice guy, then they're a nicer guy. If they were a bad guy, they're a better guy. And he is a jerk and a whiner, and he is going to be worse. You can absolutely count on that. And what the shame of it is, 
this is a team of really nice guys. Really who get nice along guys. well. The Russo pits players against other players. He's done it forever. He gets guys in his that he just doesn't like. Kobe Rasmus, Scott Rowland, Ozzy uh, Smith. <laughs> I, mean, you know. I have a I have a friend who who just wrote a, a healthcare commercial and worked with Ozzy Smith on it. Ozzy Smith is in it and. He said Ozzy Smith is like the nicest person he's ever met. And if you can have beef with Ozzy Smith, I don't want to be around you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is this is not just like a, a disappointing old school hire. This is, you know, this is taking Renneria in a lot of ways and just finding Renneria, but with a garbage personality. Yeah, but like, is a nice guy, yeah. Exactly. Like, this is this is the same... You're talking about a guy who hasn't managed since 2011. Think about how much baseball has changed. Think about how many shifts you saw in 2011. <laughs> uh, Ted Williams. <laughs> like, they, they just... You, you saw some of it, of course, but nothing like now. Think about the role analytics was playing. I don't know, when did Moneyball come out? 2009, 2010? La has never managed with this new style, which is exactly what we were talking about going out to get with someone like a Kevin Cash in terms of like how they approached the game. Um, you know, maybe Kevin Cash like didn't think the Justin Turner thing was enough to distract from the Snell decision. And he called up Tony La Russa and he was like, hey man, you got to take this deal. <laughs> I got to get that. Larusa had a reputation back when he managed of being analytical for the time. So it is possible that he has kept up on the analytical front. The other thing that he had a great reputation, well, he had a great reputation, Pro and Capilotti, he likes mound visits. He really likes mound visits. He is the lucky thing for the Sox is that the rule is in that you can only go out there six times in a game now because otherwise all the games would be five and a half hours long. It's just, I just don't understand this. I don't understand how you can have like, I mean, the White Sox, I don't know the numbers. I don't know the breakdown, but the White Sox, at least the major players, major leadership positions, they are all young people of color, men of color. And a lot of them are, are from other countries, as you've said. And this is the absolute opposite of the kind of guy you want right now to be to be leading this group of very successful very positive very like positive spirited young people of color this is like it, it just makes absolutely no sense to do this it it's like an, a, an attempted murder on the morale of the team it's shocking and, and 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 on the morale of the team front, forgetting all racial, ethnic, whatever divides, it is a team of let's have fun. And that's been the whole point. That's what they promoted all year. Let's have fun. Let's make this game fun again. Yeah, I mean, Tim Anderson is the front of it, but it goes through everybody. Aloy, I mean, on and on. They're having fun. They are, they're certainly working hard to do their best. It's to enjoy the game. If there's anybody who's famous for taking joy out of baseball, it's Tony La Russa. Absolutely. And, and I mean, talk about someone you're going to bash heads with right away is Tim Anderson. Like, this is just, 
I, I mean, <laughs> I, I can't even begin to think of the problems the two of them are going to have. And I can guarantee you it's not going to come from Tim. It's not going to be Tim, you know, showboating too much. That's who Tim is. We know that already. You can't bring in a guy who doesn't like that stuff, who doesn't support that stuff. Next year for the White Sox, I was looking forward to bat flips, bat flip city, laughing, a lot of a lot of high fives, a lot of uh, you know funny takes to the camera, and now we're bringing in you know your your lame your uncle. uncle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm telling him, and again, you know, as you said, you're you're almost his age. This isn't this isn't bashing on guys in their seventies. There are a lot of guys. I mean regardless of who you vote for you're probably voting for a guy in his 70s yeah so it's not like these guys aren't valuable to society they just happen to pick the one guy who i think is a terrible fit for this job Ugh. <laughs> it's, 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 it's it's exhausting no player no player is going to come out and say oh that's a terrible pick i mean they can't no, they're they're on they're on the team and they're on the team and they've got to make the best of it and, and do what they can and until such time as they can't. But I would not be surprised if over the next eh, couple of weeks, a bunch of agents let Rick Hahn know that well, if he needs to trade somebody to get an important player he wants, my guy's available <laughs> to go. <laughs> Yeah, my, my guy will switch teams if need be. <laughs> I mean, it stinks, but it is going to potentially make them a less attractive landing spot for some of these people. Um, you know, probably not Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer is probably foaming at the mouth to play for Tony La Russa. Uh, but, you know, a, a lot of these guys, it's it's not going to be – a very attractive situation. And I think before today, the White Sox were a team where a lot of guys would want to go. A lot of guys would want to go to the South side of Chicago. And I think that that changes a bit today, just because of the, the old school style of managing and style of human being um, La Russa embodies like these young guys coming up, these, these, studs springer and and ozuna the big free agent outfielders i don't know that they're going to be attracted to to playing for someone like that i i think that's a a bad situation i think you know we might have been in a situation where alex colome stays for significantly less money and now it's looking good to go somewhere else for <laughs> um i i'm not sure how that will all pan out but this was this was disappointing. <laughs> it, and then and another factor of it, because there are so many kind of relatively unknown guys who are available out there who are really good, uh, who are the second level, the bench coaches at, at very successful teams and so forth. This is now all going to be about La Russa. Yeah. The White Sox have gone to a lot of trouble to make it be about the stars, about Abreu and about Anderson and about Giolito and about Robert and, and, and Aloy and, McConnell and so on and so on, and all other guys. It's not going to be anymore. It's going to be about La Russa, and there happen to be some guys that go out there in the field to get to play. That's it. Yeah. 
A absolutely. And the narrative just, it, it sucks for lack of a better word. And, you know, I, I feel for someone, you know, LaRusse's immigration stances and, and whatnot are just, they're dreadful for a team like this. You got guys like Moncada who legitimately, their lives were in danger at times because they were good at baseball. They were literally running away from people trying to stop them, kidnap them. And now you got a guy who who doesn't respect that effort and doesn't respect how horrifying that can be for someone. Um, oh, it's just it's a slap in the face. It's a slap in the face, and it's 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 really disappointing. Um, and it's also you know exactly I guess what I would expect from Jerry Reinsdorf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean I. Certainly don't know Jerry Reinsdorf. I don't know if he's just senile. I, I don't know if he knows he's close to meeting his maker before long. So he wants to make amends for Hawk Harrelson firing, uh, uh, firing LaRusa 24 years ago. Uh, and, you know, Tony wasn't even that good a manager. I mean, obviously, he was a great manager with the Cardinals and, yeah, of course. and later on. With the White Sox, he wasn't that great. You can see why Harrelson fired him. He had one very good year, 1983. They won the division, lost the playoffs immediately in the first round of the playoffs. But they won the division. The rest of the time, a couple games under 500, a couple games over 500. That was it. He wasn't a big deal. And he got fired when he had a terrible record. That's what happens to managers of baseball. It doesn't mean you have to make it up to him 24 years later because you and he became friends over something. He got fired right around the time I was born. Like really, That's true. legitimately, yeah. right, right at that time, and I have lived these last thirty-four years without having to worry about Tony Larusa managing the White Sox. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, for my thirty-fifth birthday, um, he could be managing us uh, in September as we don't head to the playoffs because morale has tanked and everyone hates the team. Uh, or he could be guiding us to the playoffs, and I'll have very mixed feelings about that. Uh, ultimately, though, and I think we'll end on this, to the players, we still love you. We got your back. We're with you on this. Um, we're excited oh, to see totally. you play, excited to see you develop. And if we have to choose between LaRusa and you, we choose you every single time, 100 times out of 100. And I know you don't listen to this podcast, but if any of you do, <laughs> tell all the other guys, we got you. We got your back. Yeah, I don't know about, I mean, it's going to be, a, you've been a White Sox fan since birth because I indoctrinated you. I have been for half a century since I first moved to Chicago. So it's not going to suddenly disappear. But buying a ticket's going to come a real hard thing to do next season even if we get a vaccination for covid yankees are in town for my 75th birthday and i may just pass no we're gonna go we're gonna go <laughs> <laughs> well maybe for that one we'll go all right well let's wrap this up since we just did one of these yesterday uh hopefully we don't wake up tomorrow and find out that luis robert was traded for Araldis Chapman or some horrible scenario um, that could make us even angrier. Um, but yeah, all right. Hang in there, Sox fans. Got anything, any final words? Uh, that? That wraps it up. That is perfect. <laughs>